0: What's up, good people? Welcome to episode 100. Woo! 100 episodes of Mind, Body, Spirit. Holistically pursuing health and wellness. What? Breaking them chains. Them chains of oppression, depression, sickness, defeat, poverty. What? Man, listen, I appreciate everybody who's been rocking with me, especially those that have been hanging around ever since the beginning. You know, this was, in the beginning, something that I've felt very passionate about and I've watched, using myself as my own guinea pig, watch my own... Thoughts, behaviors, philosophies, just those changes. I've seen the impact that it's had on my life. And in the beginning, this really was about me pushing myself outside of my comfort zone because it was not something that I was comfortable doing. And I remember, this is so funny. I think I told this story before. It was, um, I don't know, it was a few years back. Probably maybe about four or five years. And I remember (laughs) I remember having this little prayer and I was like, you know, God, I want to I wanna help people, but I just wanna do it from behind the scenes, you know. I don't wanna be seen or anything. I just kinda wanna be and it was almost like I heard God laughing. Like, nigga, what? (laughs) But it was nothing but fear. It was nothing but fear. I mean, I could try to ride that coattail of introvert, which based on the definition, you probably could put me in that category if you wanted to. But that kind of talk was all rooted in fear. And to believe on the surface that you're a bad Mama Jamma, but then also have to see yourself operating fear. Ooh oh it causes such great conflict so in the beginning that's what this was about and it is kind of morphed into something um pretty cool especially the people who have hit me up to say certain things have been beneficial and so I appreciate everyone who listens everyone who shares um that's what's up and as I have kind of You know, one reason that I've taken some time over the past few months and kind of been a little spotty with recording is just I've been trying to figure some things out. You know, there are times that I need solitude. There are times that I need to hear myself think this is the thing about coming into information. Right. Or not information. When you have this experience of, you know raising your consciousness and becoming more aware, having what they call your awakening, you get a new set of eyes into the world. and you be, it's exciting. And you're just on this path in this journey of learning, 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 reading, researching. And it's cool, but it can get tricky because you can become overwhelmed and stuck in your intellectual mind. And the problem with that is you then neglect your intuitive mind. And this is what we see happening with doctors. Doctors have studied they've researched they have all the theoretical backings behind what they're saying they are intellectual geniuses in their art right but they have done that to their own detriment to the point to where they can no longer see or hear or recognize their intuitive mind that's innate that's natural that's just what comes from within and so if things don't look a certain way it's automatically dismissed if it doesn't follow what i've learned a b c d e f we just dismiss it we discredit it and so that's what comes tricky and i had to pull away myself because my mind was becoming too busy and everything was remind or had to remind me get back to the basics get back to the basics that doesn't mean you stop reading doesn't mean you stop studying but remember at the core of it you are the guiding force so as i've kind of pondered over what this is what it means to me how i can expand it how i can do more um and how i can you know hearing things are great that's 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 great it really is and I'm not going to downplay the importance of that but it's also about moving you to action like it's being motivated is cool being inspired is cool but you gotta be moved into action if not what did you really do if you're not progressing, what what are you really doing? Because life is progression, life is growth. So uh, it's so many lessons that I can share, and I don't want to do a whole episode just on my reflections from doing this. But it's like one hundred. What can you do? What what are the limitations that you're giving yourself? Like, can't how much does what you want mean to you right to the where you are willing to give 100 reps 100 days 100 months like what are you willing to do 100 times and it doesn't matter what that is healing getting your health together releasing weight right getting your dollars together getting your life together where you just you're living not just going through the motions not just frustrated and stressed out all the time but actually living and that's man I thought about something somebody was asking me what I was doing and um I said well you know right now I'm doing something with you know I'm kind of eating raw for six weeks. I've been, I may do it longer than that. Um, just because, I do it for several reasons. Obviously, I do it because it's beneficial to my body. But I also do it for the mental aspect. Just just the discipline aspect of bringing the, the physical or the flesh into subjection. Real talk. I was like, you know, there are so many things that you do on the health side that is transferable with everything else you do, right? And the benefits are enormous. They are enormous. And someone was asking me how it was going. I was like, oh, well, you know, the food part is pretty simple at this point. Um, I've I've moved beyond like extreme cravings. You know, different things come up. I'm like, dang, mm, that'd be nice, but nothing extreme. I've I got that pretty much. That's that's pretty cool. But what happens when you allow your body to when you allow that flow of energy through your body to move efficiently? Energy begins to be released. And people don't think about the emotional and the mental aspect of when they're cleansing because that releases as well. Some people may see mood swings or you know, you being real irritable. Um, just different things just emotional things begin to come to surface things that you got to deal with that most people don't which is why eating and overeating is so satisfying because when those things begin to come to surface all you gotta do is go and overeat I guarantee you you're gonna feel better you're gonna get a rush you're gonna get a rush of energy and your your body now where you had release obstructions in the body it wasn't dealing with over complications from digesting food that energy now is going to switch back right it's going to switch back to oh oh we have work over here we got to go and handle this food so that's why it's so satisfying no different than people who um you know drugs are their vice or alcohol is their vice but at any rate I say all that to say um next week I am going to start videoing the these kind of a two-in-one because some people have asked me about YouTube and I, I have a YouTube channel I haven't posted in probably hell a year but I get that some people prefer videos over audio. That's cool. So, I figured I'd do a two-in-one. The plan was to do it this week. But, I had a few technical difficulties. So, I'll work that out. But, anyway. I just have a lot of ideas. I have a lot of things. Like, damn, you have been saying that. I know, nigga. I know. Don't nobody know better than me. But, We're moving forward, onward and upward. So that's why today I wanted to talk about, you know, this past month. There has been quite a few people that I've heard about with what people call serious illnesses. some Some even dying from that. And, you know, the C word is always... A big fear thing in people. And I get it. I get it. Why wouldn't it be? That's what you're fed over and over and over. That's what you're taught over and over and over. So people are fearful of cancer. And when you say that cancer word. Oh, it triggers all sorts of things. The same way if I was to say. And I don't know what your thing is, right? But if you have some great outstanding memory of cotton candy, right? It may link you back to an experience when you were younger and it was just fascinating. Like it was the time of your life. All your family was there. You did whatever. I don't know. If you have that experience, every time you see cotton candy or every time someone says the word cotton candy, those emotions, you're going to activate those emotions. Joyful, happy, just, oh, what well, the same thing happens on the other side of the spectrum. When you associate words, right? Most people, if I say they hear the word cancer, they're going to immediately think of someone who they knew or currently know who suffered and died from cancer. So when you hear that word, you're not stirring up emotions in your body of joy, happiness, peace. No, no, no. The fear is activated. This is what takes most people out. This is what takes most people out because it's no different than the, the period of HIV. Like when you tell people they have a death sentence, that registers Internally. It registers. I don't care how much treatment you give them. Once they have accepted that death is near, death is near. It's just that simple. And so when it comes to cancer, the first thing you must realize is that all disease manifests from the non-physical It manifests first in the mind. Now, stupid people will say, well, first of all, that's dumb because who would just think about wanting to get cancer? Don't be a jackass. Okay. All right. Don't be a jackass. That is not what we're saying here. What we're saying is everything in the body. Okay. We, you are essentially an energetic being. I am an energetic being. Everything is energy. Everything that you see, essentially. The flowers, your table, trees. It's energy. When we say everything starts from the non-physical, what we're saying is that regardless of what you tell yourself, you can repeat, you can wake up every morning. I am cancer-free. I am cancer-free. I am cancer-free. Two things. If you, one, underneath the surface, underneath that, that surface mind, right, is your true mind, that universal mind. If that is saying, oh, my God, everybody in my family has had cancer, Oh my God, I'm hoping I'm not going to get cancer, but I probably really will because it runs in my family. Oh my God, once I get it, it's nothing that I can do to get rid of it. Okay, that can be running. The second thing can be stress in the body, period. And again, when we say non-physical, we're talking Energy. We're talking stagnation in the body. So when there are blockages in the body, this is what acupuncture is all about. It is about creating, it is about assisting the body in that flow of energy. So where you have pain in your body, you can be sure there's a stagnation of energy there. So the non-physical that you cannot see right? The stress that you cannot see that in turn is affecting your body creating. I hate when people say this, but it's really the best way to explain it. Dis-ease. When the body is not at ease, you're not in the flow. So realistically, most people are, most people are, I hate to say this, but it's just a fact. Most people are going to get cancer. This program is so deep in the American public's mind. Um, I can't speak for all over the world, possibly the same, but it's so deeply embedded. It's not a matter of if you get it, it's a matter of when you get it. And you know how I know? Because every year. We set up appointments to go and see if we got it. We go looking for it. I thought we knew that if you seek, you will find. Well, Rook, so what you saying? People don't supposed to go look for it? Hey, man, you do whatever works for you. But if you think I'm going to look for cancer, you must be crazy. I ain't going to look for no cancer. The most important thing you have to know about cancer is you must understand how the body works. So when you understand how the body works, you will get plenty indicators well before cancer comes to the scene. Well before. Well, long, long, long before. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Now, somebody might be saying, well, Rook, that sounds good. But what about children? What about Children. Or babies who are born with cancer. Well, let's see what has happened here. Let's see what has happened. We just said, we we talked about one, all disease manifests from the non-physical. We talked about in previous episodes, the impact on the environment. And when I say the environment, I'm talking about your body and what you have going on in that body is that body conducive to cancer growth. So when we have a baby that comes on the scene, right? They weren't just chosen. You guys are weird with this stuff too, for real. Like you you think God chose a certain baby to get cancer? What what what, what kind of stuff are we doing here? Like huh? No. That baby had to come, it came here from two parents. What was going on in those two parents? What was the environment? That baby had to be housed in an environment for almost 10 months. What was the condition of that body? Was that body at ease? Was that body um under stress? What? And when I say stress, we're talking three, three, three different types of stress. Right. You have chemical stress. You have emotional stress. You have um, physical stress. All three. All three in excess will manifest disease. So most women are having children who they are already sick. The women's bodies are already toxic. They don't even know it. No one is going through detoxification before they bear children. I shouldn't say no one, but not many people. So it's not strange to see. We have a breakdown at the mental, physical, and spiritual level. So you're going to see more children being born with cancer. That's not an automatic. That's not a, oh, it's nothing we can do about it because cancer is just going to happen. And, you know, God saw fit. It was a test. Bullshit is what that is. That's what that is. So understanding how the body works, understanding that when you look at your body, all right, think about the circulatory system. If you've never seen a picture, most people have at some point, if you've been in school Right, there are veins running from head to toe. Well, alongside of those veins, you have lymph vessels, which are a part of your lymphatic system. This is your sewage system. This is the system that works interchangeably with the circulatory system, right? As the blood is moving, providing nutrients throughout the body, it interchanges with the lymph. That's moving the waste out of the body. Well, how does the the limp move the waste out of the body? Well, we have eliminative organs. Okay. Kidneys. Because we know that the kidneys filter the blood, right? We, we know that. We have our colon. We have our lungs. We have... Um, our liver, and we have our skin, which is the largest eliminative organ that we have. Okay? The people that you see now having a lot of skin conditions, you must know, you must know, all of these things can eventually lead to cancer. Because when you're having skin problems, what it is telling you that your eliminative organs are so backed up that it now must your body must release through your skin. Okay, now it's not that your body doesn't release from your skin in general, but it'll have to do it at much a at, at a much higher level when it's not able to move an abundance of waste out through the kidneys, through the liver, through your bowels. And most now, listen, uh, who was it? Just this eh, about three weeks ago, lady I was helping, and she was like, she hadn't had a bowel movement in three days. Three days? Where do you think that waste is? Where do you think it's going? Where do you think it's sitting? You think that you can have something sitting inside of your body, staying longer than it's supposed to, and that none of that is going to be Reabsorbed? Hmm, maybe. So, when we talk cancer, we are talking about for many people, the first sign that they they will, oh, I had a tumor. I had a tumor. They found I had a tumor. Okay. Well, what is a tumor? A tumor, as crazy as it sounds, is actually one of the best things that can happen to you. It's telling you that your body is working. Your body has taken waste that has been able to unsuccessfully move out of the body. And it has begun to collect it. Almost like in a bag. A bag of trash is what a tumor is. All right? So... When we when we see a tumor, we should know. I don't give a damn how many of them you get taken out. No different than fibroids. If you don't do something different after you get it taken out, oh, there they will return. You'll get more, maybe in different parts of the body. That's just the way it goes. So when cancer forms, cancer is nothing but. Abnormal cells that have metastasized, which means they're growing, they're dividing. So the body has a natural process where listen, you have abnormal cells all the time. It'll self-destruct. It'll create it, it will it will either repair itself or it will self-destruct and create another. When that process is hindered, you're gonna see abnormal cells. So I say all that to say what, rule You done said a lot, you're saying a whole bunch of stuff. What are you saying? Cancer is just as simple as a common cold, man. you got to get the body back in balance. You must cleanse the body. You must allow the body to cleanse itself, should I say. So how do you do that? Why are we fearing things? You know what's so crazy as I think about it and... You know, people will hit me up like, yeah, I need you to talk to so-and-so, you know, they going through chemo and um, I just think they should do X, Y, Z. Look, man, if people don't want to talk to me, what you want me to do? Right? The problem with chemo, oh God, chemo is so toxic. You hustling backwards. If If you have cancer, your body's already telling you that it's toxic. It's waste, acidosis in the body, inflammation in the body, excess mucus in the body. And now you're going to go on top of that and add more toxins? What? So I know people mean well and they like, to, you know, I'm a cancer warrior, cancer fighter and all of this. You, you fighting, all right? You trying to fight. It is a... <laughs> It's really Russian roulette. It's a matter of can you outbeat the chemo? Do you have enough healthy cells in your body? Do you have enough or are your organs healthy enough to sustain the damage that the chemo is doing so that the chemo don't kill you first? The end. The sad part about watching people when I see people 40 years old dying from cancer, man, come on. And it's like, I, 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 you can just read certain cases like, damn, the chemo killed them. The chemo killed them. The cancer didn't kill them. A lot of these people would have done better unless they have had some sort of like physical ailments that was, they were really down and out. They would have been better not even knowing that they had cancer because once they got that death sentence and once it was embedded in their mind that I have cancer and typically people, one, suffer and two, die. Oh, my goodness. Do you know how challenging it is to overcome that in your psyche? It plays out over and over. You think about all the people who you've seen suffer. All the people who you've seen die. Then on the other hand, you have people that say, no, I ain't going out like this. you, You don't get to tell me. Who the hell are you to tell me that I only have three months to live? Are you crazy? And they go on to live. Then you check in with them, it's 10 years later. They still here. How is that possible? Don't tell me it's luck. How is that possible? listen you don't have to fear cancer all right you know the most important thing you can do is work on your body now work on your body now I'm gonna tell you something too you better be careful especially parents you're taking your children to the doctor and I'm not the one to say you shouldn't you do whatever you want to do but understand that there are complicated there are not complications there are implications that can that <laughs> ooh there are implications from taking your child to the doctor if you ever find out that they got cancer and you do not want to go with the protocol that they give you they will throw your ass in jail and they will take your children from you I tell you that like that so adults is one thing but If you go the conventional route, then you got to play the conventional game. You can't go that route, find something out, try to go alternative. That can cause serious problems. So all of us, all of us, as we are getting caught up, this is why I keep stressing. I keep stressing the importance of clocking out of the matrix, the stress does you no no good. Clock out of the women's movement. Clock out of the black movement. Clock out of the democratic movement. And the president that clock you cannot afford to invest all of your energy in things that don't matter. Well, how are you going to say that don't matter? Well, how, what what is it done? How what has it done to matter to you so far? You sick. Tell me how any of that has helped you. You got to clock out of that nonsense. And you can't engage your children with that nonsense either. Because the same rules apply to them. In regard to how they're feeling, how they're thinking, how they're eating. Like, look, man, it's common sense. Common sense when it when it when we look at what we put in our body is common sense. I don't know why we keep overcomplicating this. Would you go in your kitchen, fry some chicken and use the the leftover oil and put it in your car? Why not? Oil is oil, right? No, stupid. So why does it not make sense that your car operates on a certain type of fuel? Uh Uh-huh. It makes sense. Your plants live. On a certain type of liquid. You don't put soda in your plants. You don't water them with Sprite. So wouldn't it make sense. That it matters. What you put in your body. It. It plays a role. It has a part. You ain't got to feel no cancer. Look at the warning signs. Take care of yourself. Learn how to feel good. Learn how to do some stuff to feel good. And I know what some of you are saying Well, Rook. You know, eating what I want and and drinking and smoking make me feel good. (laughs) Okay, touche, Nick, touche. I get it. However, results matter. Results matter. That's what you got to look at. Results matter. (sighs) Don't, you don't have to die from cancer. You don't have to die from cancer. You don't have to suffer from cancer. You don't have to lose your hair from cancer. I mean, that should be enough right there to let people know, I'm going to have a treatment that's helping to heal me, but I'm losing my damn hair. Huh? Does that make any sense to you? Does I mean, I could be wrong. I'm just asking. Does that make any sense to you? So, Rook, what would you do? What would you do? Have you found out, well... Like I said, I'm not going to nobody's doctor to get no checkup. You damn sure ain't going to put no radiation, which we know causes cancer, on the most sensitive tissue in my body. My breast tissue is you crazy. All right? And listen now, when I say this, I used to have abnormal pap smears. I used to have... Matter of fact, they... they Okay, some of you may not be familiar with this. So... Women I would, probably are, are familiar to me maybe not. So women go and get an annual pap smear, which is where they are taking a cotton swab and, you know, going inside the woman's vagina so that they can scrape the surface. When I say scrape, that's what the hell it feel like. And it's just a tissue ball. I mean, you know, a tissue swab, but it does not feel good. They take that, they get it tested, and they're testing for abnormal cells. The idea is that, hey, if we detect abnormal cells, um, we can help prevent cancer. Because we know abnormal cells are essentially the precursor to cancer, right? So depending on what level you are at, and and I had a doctor to explain it to me, so you have normal cells and then there are like three levels in between before you get to the cancer cells. So the, th- the three levels in between are considered abnormal. They're just the first stage is not too bad. The middle. Then once you get to that third level, which in th- within that abnormal cells. Hey, we you better do something because cancer is probably the next step. Right. So I was at level three. And they ended up freezing my cervix, which is where there's this machine. They go in and it's just what it says. They're freezing the cells so they will die. The idea is that when they regrow, they will grow back normal. Well, that's what happened. And that was probably, I don't know, maybe 10 years ago, right? So when I say this. I'm telling you, I guess it would be easy for me to say if I've never had that, right? If I've never experienced it, oh, it was rookie, it's easy for you. You know, I've had an abnormal, you know, test, you know, my family, my mama got it, my whatever. Okay, well, let me go down the list for you of who has cancer in my family, who's had cancer. My grandfather on my mother's side died from, um, he had cancer the lymph nodes, right? Um, let's see who else my maternal aunt had cancer has can I don't know what she had she's right now she don't really know she had it we'll say I don't I don't know if she currently has it because you know I don't think she would share with anybody if she did had, have it again um let's see who else um my and that's not really blood I was about to say her husband, but that's that's not blood, so we won't we won't consider that. But her husband had cancer. Um leaving somebody out. Did my grandma no grandma didn't had cancer? Everything else that runs in the family are precursors to cancer, which is diabetes, high blood pressure, cholesterol, um, they got all taught some new stuff. Uh, what they call it? What What does she say? <laughs> oh, I retain water. <laughs> like, uh, what? Like, yeah, I just retain water. But it's it's like you do know your body shouldn't just retain water. Edema is that that what it is? Yeah, that's that's not good. But anyway, so I've had I had this in my in my family. So it's not that I'm coming from a clean slate. Speaking from, oh, you know, it's easy for you to say that. No. Cancer runs in, quote unquote, runs in my family. I've had a brush with, was the stage right before cancer. Am I worried? No. Because I understand the way the body works. And I understand even if I did get a cancer diagnosis, I'm never going to put more toxins in my body. It doesn't make sense. I don't need a PhD or MD to know. This is when we talk about intellectual mind versus intuitive mind. I don't need right, a professional degree to know. If cancer is abnormal cells in my body what causes abnormal cells in my body Okay we know toxins we know uh chemicals waste carcinogens um anything that disturb the the, the life the cells normal process and I don't personally believe that It's a bad thing because that's what the body, listen, the body knows better than we do. When it detects abnormal cells, it knows what to do. The problem comes in is when we have obstructed the body from being able to do its thing. So when we have this lymphatic system, we have this sewage system that's working It's working. We grow up, we're a little kid, and it's working. But we keep overloading it, and it begins to slow. And we keep overloading it, and we become stressed, and we just eat like hell. And then it gets slower and slower and slower. We get less physical activity, which helps to move limp. Slower, and you begin to, when you bend your knees, it begins to crunch. You, you no longer have range of motion, right? When you stand too long, your back is hurting. All of these little symptoms start coming up. And so now the body, whereas where it would normally know how to handle and deal with anything, whether that's coming in contact with some quote-unquote common cold bacteria or whether that is dealing with an abnormal cell, and so now when we shut that process down, whereas that abnormal cell would have self-destructed or it would have or would have repaired itself now is multiplying. And now we have what they call cancer. So what would we do? We work backwards. What got us to that point? We work backwards. We get back to moving what we stop doing, right? We we look at what we're eating, right? Right? We have to, one, give our body a break. See, once you back the system up, your body needs a... Man, I can't tell you how much I used to go in. I don't even know how to articulate it for you to really believe. I went hard in the paint. I ate everything. I didn't eat liver. Liver is where I drew the line. I'm from the country. Oh, and pig feet. I'm not eating that. But barbecue, what? Barbecue ribs, what? Neck bone, what? Big slab of bacon, what? I ate it all. I ate it all. Macaroni and cheese was my thing. The more cheese, the better. I would just drink milk along with my dinner, ice cream, all of it, y'all. I went hard. Pizza. I used, you know what used to be my favorite pizza? Meat lovers from Pizza Hut. Oh, make me nauseated just thinking about it. All that grease and ham and that was my favorite. Double cheeseburgers when they were a dollar at McDonald's when I was in college. What? Tell you something. I'd go and get four two now and two later. So as I'm working to cleanse myself and I continue to move deeper and deeper and deeper, would I be surprised? I'm gonna tell you what has has what I believe has helped me. Two is that I haven't gotten a diagnosis. I think that had I stuck with a doctor. Oh I would have gotten plenty of diagnosis. I think I would have gotten probably. Like with my gut issues. I probably would have been classified as. I don't know if it would be SIBO. Which is small. Intestinal bacteria overgrowth. Or IBS. Which is intestinal bowel syndrome. Right. But. If I had a gone a conventional way, I'm most certain they would have diagnosed me with something. The beauty in not getting diagnosed is that there are no mental chains in my mind, right? When you get diagnosed, the first thing you go and do, you're going to go on Google. And Google going to tell you all of the horrific things, all the horrific symptoms and how this happens and this could lead to that and is you know you may be able to get rid of it but really you're gonna have the symptoms forever almost like herpes you go and you read about it and they say yeah you may get rid of the symptoms but the virus will linger in the body it's all bullshit i try not to speak definitively about too many things but I am telling you that there is nothing on this earth that you cannot heal from. Nothing. And the people who, even the people who say they believe that, when they come across something that they haven't figured out how to address or how to fix, that's when they backtrack. All right? right. Don't. I don't care if you have a thyroid issue. I don't care if you have a diabetes issue. I don't care if it's lupus. Oh, God. What's the MS? Uh... Just posted that the other day on my Facebook page. Lady with MS, they'd given her all sorts of drugs. The drug man, we gotta do a whole episode on drugs, man. We do not, you do not know what these drugs are doing to your body. Sheesh. Okay, I'll come back to that. Anyway, she they had given her, giving her all sorts of drugs, man, and the drugs end up causing partial paralysis. And this woman, and of course, all you have to do is Google MS, multiple multiple sclerosis, sclerosis, and you already know what it says. Google it. Google it right now. Next time you get to the computer, it's going to tell you there is no cure. Right? And if you know anything about MS, it is is the quote-unquote disease where the immune system kind of eats away at your nerves. And so... People experience, you know, pain and weaknesses in their limbs and, you know, vision problems, um, so on and so forth. But anyway, so she had enough sense to say that she was not going to accept. She was not going to accept that she was going to be sick and bedridden for the rest of her life. So for the past four months, she's done almost all fruit. With few exceptions, but all raw, almost all fruit. With some herbs added in. And she just posted the other day that she just walked unassisted by herself for the first time in five years. I'm telling you people healing out here. I'm telling you people out here doing what they say is impossible. If you want to accept a life sentence or a death sentence, I should say, it'll be on you. But it won't be because you didn't have another option. It won't be because, oh, it was just nothing else that you could do. You do not have to accept what was given. You do not have to accept that story. That time is over. Our parents, that's what they chose to accept. God bless them. But this is a new age that has rolled in. And we are not accepting the BS. We are not accepting disease. And if you would dedicate you to you. Will it be a hunky-dory, sunshine-in-the-shade, lollipop, Ferris wheel, cupcake ride in the park? Maybe not. Maybe, could be, right? But maybe not. But it don't matter. I'm telling you, when you lock into your mind, when you believe, even when you haven't figured out the, the specifics yet, You do not have to, one, suffer from any disease and you do not have to die from any disease. That's it. Just that simple. So I don't want to hear about no cancer. Somebody call me like, I need you to pray for so-and-so because they got cancer. Hell no. I ain't praying for nobody with no cancer. Cancer? Please. Please. Let's get something difficult. Let's get rid of it. Does he want to get rid of it? No? Oh, well, you pray for him. I'm pretty sure they was praying before they got cancer. I mean, no offense to whoever they praying to, but why didn't your God just prevent the cancer from to begin with? Uh oh, uh oh, oh, it was a test. I forgot your God only gives you tests by giving you disease. I, I know He's so loving, so loving. It makes perfect sense until it doesn't. It's BS, and leave God out of. And when I say leave God out of it, I mean take responsibility for your life all right take responsibility for your thoughts and take responsibility for your actions those are the things that matter all right no it's nothing wrong with affirmations nothing wrong with praying so to speak but to me praying has a negative connotation because we've used it as a crutch it is it means nothing it's vainless repetition. I'ma tell you, I'ma tell you why prayer don't mean anything for most people. Because you keep praying the same thing over and over. You don't even believe. You don't even believe that all you have to do is lift it up one time and be done with it. You'll keep praying the same darn prayer every day, every week, every month. What what good is it? You think God didn't hear you the first time? Or is your faith just so shaky? You can't even release it. You can't speak that thing into being. Listen, I'm talking about power living, man. I, I done tried weak living. I done tried defeat living. I done tried the sickness living, broke living. It's it's whack. Anybody want to tell you that's what righteousness is? Hey, 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 that's on you. If that's the that's story you want to buy into, that's on you. But I'm going to try I'm going to try this other side. It, it, it's I like it. I like it. It's different. And I ain't trying to drag nobody with me. I'm sharing the information. The train is coming through. Now, if you want to hop on it, by all means, we have room. But I ain't going to drag you on now. And, and we ain't coming to a complete stop. We're just going to slow down. We're going to slow down just enough for you to hop on. And then we're going to get it. Listen fear nothing you do not have to fear your fear of something is what calls it into your life i don't care who has what around you it don't apply to you i'm just saying y'all gonna be down with project rook i'm putting you look you know how when you be in a special club or you get in a you know fraternity or whatever, you get special privileges. I'm telling you, I'm declaring it as of today. What's today? Let's go on record. October 4th, 2018. If you down with Project Rook, the rules don't apply to you. Not the Matrix rules. They don't apply to you. You 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 got a covering. You have a divine power that you rise above all of that. I am two things I'm about to do. All right, I'm thinking the 15th, but I need to confirm. I don't know if Monday is a good day for everybody. I'm going to do a, a webinar, how to heal from every, anything, how to heal from anything. I ain't going to try to do it in an hour. I know it's going to be at least two hours. And we're going to break down, start to finish, what you need to do. All right, for those who are interested, I like people who are interested. I lost my footing a little bit. I got a little sidetrack. right? I, 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 I shifted my vision just for a second on, on the, I ain't going to do, don't want to do people. That's not my concern for those who want. And if you're not on the email list, get on the email list because that's where I'm going to be sending um, information out. Just go to the website, projectwork.com. I am finishing this last certification which is detox specialists. Um, I got to be finished by the first of the month. So that will free me up. And another project that I've been working on that will end the first of November. So let's do it. I- I'm going to do my part. I take this serious, man. I take what I do seriously. And you know, if I can't help you, I just need to be quiet that's just that's just the fact of the matter if I can't help you I need to be quiet if I can't help you you don't need to listen don't waste your time find someone who can find something that speaks to you that's beneficial to you all right but I'm telling you from, from this is coming from someone who's doubted themselves their whole life as much as it it, it pains me to admit it Underneath the surface, right? Oh, on the surface, big and bad, right? Like, oh yeah, she got it together. Look at her. But underneath that hood, mm, from a person who's doubted himself their entire life, I am telling you with one hundred percent conviction that you can heal from anything. You do not have to accept accept sickness. You do not have to accept it. If you choose to, that's on you. That's all I got, good people. Let's crank it up. I mean, here's to the next 100. Until next time, peace.